It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Wednesday, October 12th, 2016. We have about a dozen vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, the weather is going to ramp up. Listen to this. We have a small craft advisory in effect uh, through this evening for winds. We have a gale watch in effect through Thursday afternoon beginning this evening. And then we have a storm watch in effect from Thursday afternoon through late Thursday night. So the weather is going to start rocking and rolling out there. And we'll talk a little bit more about the weather trends for the winter and the weather we have coming up today and through the weekend. Part of that, by the way, a little spoiler alert, we have sea heights expected to rise to 30 feet this weekend. But first, a look at our Columbia River ship schedule for the day. We have four inbounders, three in the Astoria Anchorage, and six outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is the MG Sakura, arriving from Japan, headed for Astoria's Anchorage. She'll be arriving in the Anchorage at about 3.30 a.m. The Pekin is arriving from Long Beach, headed for Rainier's Anchorage. She'll pass Astoria around 4.30 a.m. You might see her in Rainier maybe around 7 a.m. The Sea Orpheus is arriving from South Korea, headed for Longview to pick up wheat. She'll pass Astoria around 1.30 p.m. and arrive in Longview around 5 p.m. And the Aphrodite L is arriving from South Korea, headed for a berth upriver. I'm not sure which one. She'll pass Astoria around 5.30 p.m. and hit upriver. And these ships, I'm sure the people on board are feeling extremely fortunate to be coming into the river because the weather is going to escalate out there by the end of today. Uh, We have uh, in the Astoria Anchorage, the bulk Portugal headed for Kalama to pick up corn, soy, or wheat. She'll be leaving from the Anchorage off Astoria around 8 a.m. and arriving in Kalama around 1 p.m. That leaves the Rapallo and the Amira awaiting orders in the Astoria Anchorage. And our outbounders, the ships that are, those folks are probably bracing themselves a little bit because they are heading out into what is going to be a pretty uncomfortable storm, I think. The articulated tug and barge, the Dublin Sea, is leaving Portland. Petroleum is her cargo. She'll be departing around 12.30 a.m., passing Astoria outbound around 6.30 a.m. The Ansac Pride is leaving Portland. She's a bulk carrier with soda ash on board. You can tell that because of the acronym in her name. Ansac stands for American Natural Soda Ash Corporation. And uh, she'll be leaving around 5 a.m. from Portland, passing Astoria outbound around 11 a.m. The Trans-Pacific is a bulker leaving Longview with Petcoke on board, departing around 9 a.m., passing Astoria outbound around 3 p.m. The Costco Tengfei Teng is leaving Portland. She's a car carrier with Hyundai's, possibly Kia's on board, leaving around 5 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 11 p.m. The Atlantic Legend is leaving Kalama, carrying corn, soy, or wheat at about 5 p.m., passing Astoria outbound maybe around 11 p.m. And the articulated tug and barge, the Vision, is leaving Portland with petroleum on board, departing around 5 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 11 p.m. And a look at our marine weather forecast. We have northeast winds, 5 to 10 knots today, veering around to the east with gusts to 15 knots after midnight. Wind waves northeast, 1 foot high at 4 seconds, shifting to the east 3 to 5 feet at 4 seconds apart after midnight, and west swells 4 feet at 13 seconds apart. Um, Wow, that's pretty bland compared to what's going to be happening fairly soon out there. And I I mentioned the sea heights. We can expect them to rise to 30 feet by the weekend. And that number refers to significant wave height, which means an average of the highest one-third of the waves. That means that uh, if if you sort of spell that out and do the math, it means that there is a distinct possibility that there will be waves out there twice that high. So it's going to be an uncomfortable ride for the ships out there. They can handle it, but the people on board are probably not going to be happy and not going to get a whole lot of sleep. And anyone prone to seasickness is probably going to have kind of a rotten time of it. 
Well, I was fortunate yesterday to be able to attend an emergency management meeting in Tillamook County, where area first responders met to talk about their activities. And at that meeting was a meteorologist from uh, Portland, from the National Weather Service, Andy Bryant. And he gave a presentation all about our long-range weather forecast for the winter and also about the kind of walloping storms that are headed our way this weekend. So first, let's talk about the overall outlook. This winter, we seem to be, oddly enough, in a neutral phase with regard to El Nino and La Nina, which can affect rainfall and other other things. Um, so meaning that those two factors are not considered by the Weather Service to be affecting our weather this winter. There is that blob in the North Pacific that is Northeastern Pacific that is that that area of warmer water that is affecting our weather. Scientists are not completely sure how, but it is out there. Um, They estimate that snowpack this year should be about average, but overall temperatures could be warmer than we would expect in winter overall. Now that said, we have quite a set of storm conditions headed our way this weekend. It's a little bit early for us in the season to get some storms this intense, but um, here's what we can expect according to the National Weather Service. Um... The initial round of rain and breezy conditions are going to start this evening through early tomorrow, and a second more potent system is going to move through our region on Thursday, late into Thursday evening, and a third system is likely to be the strongest of the three and will move across our region on Saturday. Now, what does all that mean? It means that seas in the ocean are going to be big. Seas are going to build to near 20 feet later Thursday. They're going to increase further to 30 feet by Saturday. And uh, that will probably, well, it will most certainly mean closures of river bars along the coast. So, um, you know, that means Columbia River Bar, Tillamook, and other bars down the coast um, south of Astoria will be um, closed by the Coast Guard to, um, to, to vessel traffic coming and going because it's just going to be too dangerous to be doing any of that kind of thing. So... Um, Another factor in this weather situation we have is that October's highest tides will be occurring this weekend. So you have extraordinarily high tides combined with expected high surf and possible storm surge. That could lead to some coastal flooding. So be aware of that if you are living in an area that is prone to flooding. Now, it's not clear exactly where the storms are going to hit and where the worst conditions will be, but just to let you know what to expect, um, if you're in an area, as I said, prone to flooding, be prepared for that. Winds will be strong and gusty. On Thursday, south winds 30 to 35 miles per hour, gusting to 65. As we head on through the weekend, we're going to see gusts up to 85 on Saturday. The rain, if the forecast holds, will be pretty intense. Um, On Thursday, Forecasters predict two to five inches of rain for the coast, the coast range, Willapa Hills, and the Cascade Foothills. On Friday, um, well, half an inch to one and a half inch for those areas. And then on Saturday, one to three inches for the coast, the coast range, Willapa Hills, and Cascade Foothills. So the the rainfall totals could add up to be to be quite a bit. So, um, you know, be prepared. This is from the National Weather Service in Portland um, about what we can expect this weekend. Now, of course... Those of us who live here, we're not strangers to weather like this, but the high seas and the heavy winds offshore are expected to cause those river bar closures. That's pretty intense stuff for this time of year to see predicted seas of 30 feet. And if you're a ship watcher like me, you might want to keep an eye on marinetraffic.com to see the progress of ships traveling in the ocean near us. And uh, you can go to the Columbia River Bar Pilots website, which is ColumbiaRiverBarPilots.com. On that pa- that homepage, the homepage of their site, they post the status of the Columbia River Bar, which can be either green, 
which means okay, yellow, which means some ship traffic is restricted, and red, which means little or no ship traffic will be coming across the bar until the weather improves. So uh, get that rain gear out. You'll have a chance to use it this weekend. And while meteorologists are not completely sure exactly which areas will be the hardest hit, as I said, expect that heavy rain. And Gordon McCraw put it well at yesterday's meeting. He said, we're not sure who will be under the hose when this weather system hits. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day. <laughs>